0: Welcome to Kitzar Kitzer. we are up to simen Ayin Bay's Sif Yud Ches, the Halachos of Shabbos. Now we're going to learn a little bit about hatmono. Chazal said that it's usher to leave uncooked food on an open flame going into Shabbos because you might stoke the coals on Shabbos to help it cook better. However, if it's Grufa or Katuma, which means you shovel the coals aside or you cover them over so that you can adjust the coals, then it's mutter. Another way to be able to do hatmana is to seal the oven. Now the kids is gonna tell us a way of leaving something on the fire without doing hatamana or in the oven. So if you have something that's in the oven before Shabbos, like we do in the olden days, we used to do this with the chalant, everyone would put their chalant pots in the baker's oven on erev of Shabbos. Even though the door is not sealed shut, that's still mutter, assuming that the cholent is cooked. So you're allowed to put cooked food into an unsealed oven on air of Shabbos. However, it's also to open up this oven on Shabbos because someone else's cholent pot in there might not be cooked. And then when you close the oven door, that's going to be helping that cholent finish cooking. Next halacha: When are we allowed to leave food in an oven? without hot mono, without it being sealed, that's only when we're talking about meat. The kitzer adds another kula if someone puts beans or some dough product like noodles into the oven, even if it's uncooked. So as long as you put them in the oven long enough before shkia, so that by the time Shabbos comes in, it's already starting to get cooked. It's cooked enough that it's somewhat edible. That would be mutter. However, if you want to put these easily cooked, you want to put your noodles into the oven right before sunset, and they're not going to get cooked by the time Shabbos comes around, so then you'll have to seal up the oven. Normally, gruffa and is not done properly. You have to be very careful with this because if you don't put it in the oven properly, if you don't seal it shut, then the yevid, you're not even allowed to eat these noodles on Shabbos. You have to wait after Shabbos so however long it would have taken to cook it on Shabbos. So if it takes five minutes to cook the noodles, you're only allowed to eat it five minutes after Shabbos and you were not allowed to eat it on Shabbos, even by the Yavid. Now, opening up the sealed oven is a whole new halacha because they would seal it with clay. Now, why is this not a problem of soicer? Well, you're not actually demolishing the clay. You're not breaking the oven. You're just breaking the seal. And the seal was not a permanent seal, it was a temporary little pudding you put on there to keep it shut until you're ready to open it for the food on Shabbos. So when you're opening on Shabbos, zak the kitzer, try to get a guy to open the door for you. If you can't get a hold of one, then ask a katan too. And if not, then you could do it yourself, bigroma. Although be this doesn't even fall under the category of the isr der Next halacha. It's usur to be timing something on Shabbos in a way that it's going to increase in temperature. If it's gonna get hotter by this Atmana, that's usur because it's Xayra that you might get used to cooking things on Shabbos and you'll stoke the coals of the Atmana and actually cook it on Shabbos. So let's say someone has a a kettle of coffee that he he put into the sand on Erev Shabbos to keep it warm. So you're not allowed to put the entire clee into the sand. And the kids, it says, one step further. You're not even allowed to fill it, cover it three quarters with sand and then put towels on the other quarter so that now it's entirely covered. It has to be open on one part of the clee. What you can do is put it halfway or a third of the way into the sand. The rest of it is out in the ear. And then you put a board or some big pot upside down over that hole in the sand. Then on top of that big pot, on top of the board, you're allowed to put the pillows and the towels and everything to insulate it from there. Next, aloha. a little bit before shop, before Shkia, before Ben every man, every Balabos should ask his household Softly, make sure to do it softly, no one wants to raise the tension of an Erev Shabbat, especially it's especially Yitzhak on Erev Shabbos. If Challah, did you take off the Challah? And you instruct to, that it's time to light the candles. The Mishnah Guru says that nowadays we're not really noyeg to ask this question. If Erev Pesach is Shabbos, then you have to be more on top of the Challah situation. Next, Halacha, there is a Chiv for every single person to check his clothing Erev Shabbos before it gets dark. Maybe there's a needle for a tailor stuck in his clothing or something else hidden in his pockets. And you might think, oh, don't worry. I have an Erev in my neighborhood. I don't have to worry about carrying. You do, because what if you're carrying? Mok so. there's a chiyov to check your pockets Erev Shabbos. There's a maister that someone came to the briskarov and he said, I just found something in my pocket. It turns out I've been carrying it for the last, who knows how long, years. I've been doing what saw for so long. The briskarov said, there's no problem of it so. You were total oines. You had no idea it was there. But you are a for not listening to the who told you to check your packets everywhere of Shabbos. Have a beautiful day.